Caroline. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Burf Barf. A podcast you used to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, man. You did something cool without me. I did. I, I feel like I've been doing lots of cool stuff without you. I'm having like a little mm. bit of like... Yeah. Mm, Lauren FOMO? Yeah. FOMO of Lauren? I'm having Annie FOMO. You're missing out on Lauren. I don't actually want to do an FKT. I just want to be near you while you do yeah. something great. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to crew you either. But I just want to somehow... Or pace, right? I just want to haunt you while you do it. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> so you want to just... Yeah. You I just want to be like the creepy ghost in the attic of Big Mouth. <laughs> I want you to come <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> oh, you should go upstairs, ask me questions about masturbation, and then go back downstairs. Perfect. So actually, what you want to do is just like hang out in the tent when I sleep for a couple hours yeah. and just be like, <laughs> problem solved. So that's what the next FKT attempt right. will be like. Why not? Uh, yeah. So um, you set out a couple weeks ago on an attempt at the Sheltowy Trace Trail Fastest Known Time. I did. So it's a 333 mile long trail that... That's half of 666. Yeah. This Don't is the Trail of the Beast. Um, if you, wow, you're going to have to do it back and forth. Yeah. The southern terminus is in Burnt, is the Burnt Mill Bridge in Tennessee. Oh, it sounds beautiful. And it's only about 50 miles into Tennessee currently on the south end, and the majority of it is in Kentucky. You say currently. Do you mean that they're still planning on making they're more trails? still trail? extending it. Guess where the planned southern terminus is going to be. Oh, my God. It's at the bluff where we almost died? It's at the Wartburg Visitor Center. Oh, my God. God, yeah, the other place is really far west. Yeah, but yeah, so eventually it will essentially end in at Frozen Head because it'll hook up with the Cumberland Trail, which goes through. Well, you need it to not do that so that you can try it again and and and. Well, it'd be fine. It just means next time I would potentially start in Wartburg. And then you would set a new time for a new distance of trail. Yep, which is how it would have worked on this one. Uh, really? Because the previous one, even last year. Even last year's fastest known time attempt was on the trail when it was 323 miles, and this year it's 333 because oh, they added a, they added 10 miles. I knew there would be things that you would tell me today that I literally had no clue about. The nuances of fastest known times on growing trails is it's not like the AT where the AT is the AT. Uh, the Sheltwee Trace Trail is still in process. So. so it's like doing the same dance that someone else did and then doing a couple extra dance flips. Moves. A yeah. couple extra flips at the yeah. end. <laughs> cool. Uh, or a triple Lutz. <laughs> yeah, well, in your case. Yeah. Um, figure eights for infinity. Yeah, so I had originally gotten the idea to do the this, uh, and I, I originally had the idea for an FKT because we went on a friend trip uh, with our friends and spouses, like, Maybe three years ago now. To Red River Gorge? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the Sheltwee Trail goes through Red River Gorge, which is really cool. And there's a turtle oh, yeah. blaze for mm -hmm. Sheltwee. And uh, my husband and I were like, huh, I wonder like, wonder how long this trail is. And we are just kind of like, that'd be kind of cool to do the whole thing one day. And I, I feel like these things get decided before I realize I've decided them. Like, And I think that's sometimes where I get in trouble with like communicating what yeah, I'm you're planning like, on doing. Don't you know that I'm already... Yeah. I'm already hiking that, that mountain. Like, yeah. Didn't you already know that some secret vein had sent yeah. a message to you? Yes. Like, because <laughs> in my head, it just, all of a sudden, and I'm not even aware of it, it goes from, like, an idea to, like, yeah, this should probably happen Thanksgiving weekend. So I'm packing. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Dog? And I'm like, Andy. Uh, 
I mean, I've come told, on. If I've told you once, I've told you never. <laughs> We're going to go do this thing. And so how was your husband about taking on, I mean, this is an incredible endeavor for a crew person. So this is what uh, I requested of him for my birthday. So That's more than a birthday, birthday present. present. Yeah. That's more than um, a birthday present. No pressure. Uh, I think he was happy to do it. Uh, honestly really is, yeah i mean and your daughter came and my daughter came and arbor was uh, as good as gold and better and in better. the words of dickens <laughs> i i expected both of them to kind of like i'll say tolerate it yeah i'll say tolerate it but they were both like yeah in it yeah, to win yeah, it yeah, and yeah. like yeah like do the thing like uh you know when we did pitchell it was kind of jarring to be like this isn't a race Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. And that kind of makes us feel like we just want to stop because nobody cares. Mm -hmm. Or not nobody cares, but like, yeah. we have no, we really have no good reason. There's no good reasons to do most ultras, but there's even I less know. good reasons well, to do an FKT. But you know, Geek is stopped every three miles for yeah. you. I mean, he's not a good reason right. to keep going. But, right. But remember, so, we had a conversation where we were like, no one knows we're here. Should we just call? Yeah. Like, we don't have so to do this. Did you feel that way with this? No, but I thought maybe... Uh, you worried that you might? No, more with like Andy and Arbor that they would kind of be like, eh, if she does it, she does it, if she doesn't, she doesn't. But they were like, go, go, oh, go, okay, go. Cool. Um, and I was really impressed with uh, Arbor paying attention and adapting from stop to stop, which was awesome. And Andy, uh, I know he beat himself up a little bit because he felt like he should have created a more thorough plan i was like no 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 crew person on fkt no. your job is to execute the plan that i gave you mm -hmm. and i didn't give you a plan <laughs> what so where where specifically did you fail uh oh my gosh there's some there's so many things so uh i started on the south end headed north traditionally or i shouldn't say traditionally but a lot of the materials and maps and stuff for sheltwee are are made north to south i don't know why i i'm guessing it probably just started with like the the trails, uh, the trail earlier miles were, being, connected. were in the yeah. north and they've extended south. Um, but that impacted seemingly like some of the trailblazes and stuff mm -hmm. and like, or lack of, yeah, blazes. lack of trailblazes. Nothing um, scarier in the world than that. Yeah. But I would say probably the first part that fell apart in the plan was like, uh, the, I'll say the, the timer starting. So we got down there in plenty of time. One of the other reasons to do the FKT, the, this particular route was the farthest end is five and a half hours and the closest end is two and a half hours, which isn't that far. You keep like, saying that and I don't process it and I, that's amazing. That's so close. Yeah, I know. It's, it's very knew, close. I mean, it's very surprising that there are trail systems this close to us that we haven't used yes. before. Yeah, or much at all. so tired and of our own. I know, and there's so many races like Yamakra um, oh, is yeah. on part of that. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer is on part of that. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, so like all these races and stuff huh, that are there. I have no idea. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so we got to the Southern Terminus, got a hotel for the night before, got to bed in plenty of time, um, started out at 6 a.m. Uh, it was drizzling a little bit when I started. I had given Andy some guidelines as far as what I was looking for, but I, like, when I would see him and how much time I would want to go between seeing him each time. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I had not really considered is that when you when you start your FKT... The clock is on The and clock is stop. on and it doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah. So as far as, like, time to sit down or, like, have a moment after you start to be like, hey, so at night when I go to sleep, I need this... And this and this. Yeah. 
and this in my tent, and I don't want these foods, but I do want these foods. To know those things beforehand is almost impossible, though. No, I don't know. No, like things like okay, when I when I'm so my plan was that Andy would Andy and Arbor would sleep in our pilot that we have a bed set up in the back end, and they would have a tent set up for me that I would be able to essentially just flop into, slide into, yeah, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, tuck and roll out, mm-hmm. and. So my thought in my head was it would be great if everything was in the tent mm-hmm. when I came to go to sleep Uh-oh. that was ready for me to leave in the morning. So that would mean a second vest that was stocked up and ready to go, mm-hmm. full bladder, filled with foods of various assortments, mm-hmm. Pop-Tarts for breakfast, yep. iced coffee or a bottle yeah. of coffee, whatever, yeah. and new underwear, new socks. The end. The, the end. Which I doesn't that. sound that complex, no, but if you I, don't know to ask someone for it. Or if you don't tell somebody before you start the thing, how is he gonna how yeah. is he gonna know? Yeah. How to how's he gonna know if you don't tell him? No, he's no. not. No. He's not. Um and now in my current self, I'm like, well of course next time I will have a laminated checklist that he will it's use just or whoever will so use. So unusual to not have a laminated checklist. I, and I can't say, I can't count it all towards ignorance, but there was just things that I thought, like, we'll be able to work it out as we go along. I'm surprised by the sense of urgency that you're talking about, because for me, at FKT sounds like a little bit like you can fart around. A little bit, but you really want to spend all of your time moving Moving. or sleeping. And we would be, I I would see Andy at Saps along the trail, and it would be like, what foods do you want in your vest? Like, do you want water or do you want tailwind? And as Andy was doing that and remembering what I just asked him mm-hmm. to do, I'm I'm taking care of relubing my feet and changing yeah, socks and stuff. Yeah, you want the machine to be always moving forward. Like, right. the whole system needs to be like, a boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom, and we're gone. Yeah, like, if I had time to tell him what I needed, then that means I should have been moving. I got it. I got it. Um, cell phone reception was not great most of the time, and I also was concerned about when I did have reception... Being on the phone and missing turns and stuff like that. I just think it would be so much easier to do things that you've done before in previous races when I've been currying you where you're like, you talk to text your list of needs. And I did some of that when I was able to, mm-hmm. but it was just, there, was, there wasn't enough baseline homework that I had put together to make that easier. Sure. Because I feel like in a race you're saying like, hey, here, here are the staple things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then here's these one-off things like, oh, I need this weird Tums, you know, this specific Tums or like the little add-ons and stuff. I didn't have like the base work. Oh, I see. Yeah. So So it was a scramble every time. Kind of, yeah. So the majority of time it wasn't, I just felt like I I lost so much time just being like, it was like the adventure race. Adventure race is a perfect example. We had everything we needed, but it was like, where did I put my, Oh yeah. where is... Like, yeah, that how do hard. I get to, like, hard. what do I need to be on the top? Like, what do I need more? What do I need less yeah. of? Um, so, time out and back up a little bit. Yeah. What's the temperature? So, it ended up being, I think, like, a high of, like, 62, maybe, oh, wow. the first Very two days. Warm. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean. With a little bit of rain, and then, like, at night, how cold? On the first uh, night? On the first night, I would say maybe 30. It wasn't bad Ooh, at all. It's a big range. Yeah. And what are you wearing when you leave in the morning? So on the first day when I started, I was wearing capris and a long sleeve shirt that I'd cut off into a three-quarter sleeve. And how much are you taking? Because like on average, how long are you, what What are the gaps between seeing Andy? Yeah. So the goal was to have, um, to do between 
like th to do like three hours. So uh, we were saying short. So we were saying like uh, somewhere in like the seven to ten mile range would be That's good. That's pretty short. Yeah. Um, it might seem like it, but my goal was to not have to uh, not treat water so, oh, okay. very often because yeah. you and I both know treating water just takes forever. It takes like, time. It, it yeah. takes forever to get it off. To, yeah. to, like, and again, it's not a big deal to have to do it a couple times, but if you have to do it over and over again, it's time sucks. So the mm -hmm. idea was, mm -hmm. hey, if we plan to meet every three hours, I can do four hours on a two liter bladder. Yeah. I was like, if we meet every four hours, or plan to meet every three hours, even if it goes to four hours, that's Not fine. I'll be, I'll be fine sure. with water. So uh, I started the first day with a full bladder of tailwinds, and we ended up meeting just about every three to four hours, and um, we're chugging along. It was, uh, the first day was probably the nicest weather, although, you know me, even just being like 60, there was a couple times where I'm like, too I'm hot. just a little too toasty. Too hot. I'm just a of little course. too toasty. Of course. Um, so the first day is great. It drizzles a little bit at the start. Sunny most of the day. Um, How many hours are you on time on feet day one? 19 and a half hours. Holy shit. I pretty much did 19 hours four days. That's really beefy. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I did I did like 19 to 19 and a half hours the first three days. And then the fourth day, I did a 22-hour stretch. And you're mostly walking, right? Yes. Okay. Mostly walking. So I would... I essentially, the only time I would run is when it was like completely flat or a gentle, gentle downhill. I wasn't even with going... With no terrain yeah. like issues. No. With just flat pine yep. needles or whatever, yep. and then I'll run. But I was Annie walking, which you know is like... Most uh, people can't keep up. No. Um, so I was definitely doing a little bit of like... Uh, it can still make you breathe hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really did tell myself, though, to take it like super chill on the first day. Um, but I ended up doing... Well, I, I should back up a little bit. So the first day, I already had a big bump the road, which was got to a place that... So there was going to be... Uh, I had met Andy in Arbor, and it was... It was like 3 o'clock? Yeah. Maybe... P.M.? Maybe, actually, it was probably closer to 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Sunset is at 5.30. Right. Because of the winter. Yep. And uh, I, was, I was set to meet him again in like six miles. So I went... Uh, Actually, I take that back. It was 4.8 miles later. Okay. Because after that 4.8 miles was going to be a 14 mile stretch that there just Ooh. wasn't there just wasn't anywhere no to, to cross like nothing. Half is that not even like hiking in. Andy had even looked at hiking in with Arbor, and it was like, oh, it's gonna be like a it's gonna be like a 2,500 foot hike in and <gasps> then a big hike out. Like, oh wow! Can't do it. Um, so it was gonna be a 14 mile stretch. So we were with like, a huge climb at the end. No, it's just that there was climbs like in to get okay. into where I was gonna be. Okay. So, uh, so the goal was like, or so we met up. Then it was gonna be a shorter period, and, and then, then a huge, and then load up to do the next fourteen. So I meet. But Andy. fourteen could take forever, right? Well, yeah. the walking speed. Yep. yep. But it was like, if I'm just gonna take a shit ton of food, I'm gonna plan on treating water. Okay. There's plenty of okay. water. You knew it was coming. Yep. Yep. So, uh, get four point eight miles away from Andy before I'm gonna do this big stretch. And we had gotten to a point that we knew was going to be a sketchy meetup point, but there was on the trail crossed over a river and Andy could drive up to the one side of the river and my, the shelter we trace trail was on the other side of the river. This was day one? This is day one! Oh no. So we get, we get to the place we're supposed to meet up. 
the river, even with just a little bit of rain that had happened like the night before, was, was impassable. High and rushing. Yeah. So impassable. So, like they so had got two banks and like a mini island in the middle, right? Yep. Yep. And so Andy and I are just like standing and staring at each other because we even knew like, oh, it's possible that the water's not gonna be great. And Andy, like, we had talked about, hey, you're just gonna come across. Like, even if you have to swim across, like, you're gonna come across, give me my stuff, get back and to wasn't the car. He in his skivvies? Yeah, he was he... in his skivvies, ready to go. I know. God bless him. Oh my God. And, uh, this is it like was seen out of, like, like uh, the revenant. Like, yeah. it seems like. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then you sliced a bear's throat. <laughs> And then ate yep. its blood, and yep. then you swam across a raging cold river. Yeah, yeah. To fight an enemy. Yeah, like with my stuff wrapped up in the bear pelt. Yes. Um, but so we're standing across this river, each on these banks, and it's it's quite a ways a while, a ways away. And I'm a very loud person, and I'm yelling almost as loud as I can. Andy can't hardly hear me because there's the water is rushing. There's like rapids in front of him, and I can hear him fine. And I like walk in as much as I can on my side. He walks in as much as he can on and his then you side. Just reach your arms out and towards each other. There's and still like yell. thirty yards. Like I mean, it's and the part in the middle was like okay, I'm up to my waist and like and there's I, no like I, western states and get across. No, no, it's freezing. This you is get like, hypothermia. And it's not even that, it's the current. The water is moving so fast. Okay. That's the main that's the main thing. Also because it's like flood water, you can't see down. It's a mud sixteen foot deep river. Yep. So uh so I'm just standing there not wanting and Andy was like, You have to go back to where we just were because Which how far away? Four point eight miles. So that meant Some going back four point eight, meeting up with him, then heading out to do the 19 mile section. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that yeah. part. So like, so I'm just like refusing to believe like I have to go back. Like I'm just thinking like, how do I get over there? And Andy goes, you have to go back. And I was like, this hurts my I was feelings. like, I'm going back. All right, I'm going back. And so I turn around and I head back 4.8 miles. And this, this section like was like water covered horse trails, which I'm I'm not going to say I love you horse people, but you do a lot of trail work. You fucking trash trails like nobody else. Mm, you ATVs. do a lot of you do a lot of yes, I would say horse trails are a close close second yes. to ATVs. Um and it was water on top of horse trails, so it was like just destroyed. It, just just like just where you're kind of just like <laughs> barely slopping through it. Yep. So like and luckily it was like a jeep road so it would be it would go up a little bit and then it would go into like a horse like a horse trodden like mud pot and just like so I'm walking back the 4.8 miles because another thing I would have pushed on probably without enough food if I had a headlamp because it was getting dark. Oh, because no. when we were standing across oh, the river no. from each other, he it was like headlamp? it was like 4:45. Oh my god, Annie. I know. So I'm like walking back so it was like So you're in water with no headlamp. And you, yeah. so how do you even know if you're on So trail? I was I was able to walk back to where we had met before. I probably did at least three and a half miles without even needing a light and then used my phone, my iPhone light. Okay. For, so it was, okay. there was no distress there. It was just like, I can't, you were just like, come on. I know. It's like, this is the first day. I can't, we both knew that it was going to be a sketchy meetup. And this is one of those homework things where it's like, it's fine to be like, hey, we might not be able to connect at this one, but then I should have been loaded up to do 20 miles sketchy in case I needed meetup to. to most people is meeting someone you don't know on Grinder. Your <laughs> version is trying to cross a raging river yeah. to get like 
Food, water, and light. Yeah. Uh, and, and for anybody that's maybe listening that's a complete shelter we like uh, uh, person Aficionado. in the know. So this was at the station camp uh, river crossing. So, um, but yeah. So I do the 4.8 miles back to meet Andy and he's like, are you okay? I was like, honestly, I am. Like, by the time I had got back, you I had, had already, shaken, I'd already shaken it off because I was like, this is what's happening. Yeah. I was like, this is added maybe three hours. And when you're talking about a fastest known time, the current record is seven and a half days. Yep. Three hours is nothing. Right. Like, it's it's really you not. You just balled like, it up and threw it away. And if that was going to be the difference between me doing it or not, then, then you I, shouldn't shouldn't be doing it. I shouldn't be doing shouldn't it. shouldn't be doing it. Got it. So I go back. Everything's, everything's chill. Get my get my light and everything, get my food, do the 4.8 miles back to where I had gone before. Um, it was just kind of like, okay, now I'm progressing. <laughs> so did an extra nine and a half miles, very first day. So, wow. And then I proceed to do the additional 14 mile stretch without support. Kind of just chug along. Cause I was like, Hey, okay. I'm moving forward okay. now. It's cool. It's night. Are you listening to music? Uh, I listened to a lot of, well, the first night I listened to music. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, are you having to like, be like, you're okay, Annie, you're okay. Are you just like doing it? Fucking doing it. Just doing it wasn't it. even that. It was Not like, gritty, it was like, like, just because I also thought like, you knew there was so far to go. And I was like, this is such a long stretch. Like, and I, I kind of. I kind of channeled Maggie a little bit from Biggs, which is like, and other people we've seen be really successful at these big things where there's no highs and lows. It's yeah. just kind of like, mm, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like, just keeping yeah. like not much going on, no, nothing like no drama. big, just no kind drama. of like, I'm not going to waste anything energy wise except for just chugging along. And I think yeah. one of the things I learned from doing the 72 hours at Across the Years was just like, it just need it yeah it just needs to be like steady the whole time so the first so the first night i'm listening to some music um i did military gum oh good on the first night on the first night because just i just a little teeny yeah, so i did one and then i think i did a half maybe wow that's what? 150 milligrams you did one yeah so that's 150 milligrams i did literally one and that was what like I and I also resurrected yeah. my dead body. So uh, and I actually. But you also drink some fucked up drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I only used military gum the first night and then never use it again because really? I got to. So I got to camp where Andy was. He had the tent set up. Oh, everything no, was there. Too and I was a little bit like just a little bit. I was able to go to sleep. But um, so another like I'll say home homework thing for me for next time is I had told Andy because I borrowed your sleeping bags mm -hmm. I told him like hey I want one of Lauren's sleeping bags which is a 15 degree bag mm -hmm. and I want a second one I don't care what the second one is but I would like two Just sleeping to put bags one on top mm -hmm. if there's even a little bit of a chill because yep. usually you do get cold yes. when it's lower than 30 and especially after I've stopped moving yeah like I just I mean you know like oh, keep yeah. a car like a hundred degrees after yeah I'm that's done. actually kind of rough yeah so I get in the get in there and I'm like, okay, if there's only one sleeping bag, it's fine, it's fine. I'm like laying there and I was Are they like, they asleep in the car? They're asleep in the car. Yep. No. Yeah. So then I was like, but I knocked when I came up and was like, hey, I'm here. Andy woke up. Was like, here's the, here's your stuff or whatever. And I like get in there and I lay down and I was like, nope, 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 nope. I get up and I was like, Andy, where is my second sleeping bag? He goes, I thought you said you didn't need it. I said, no. I said I don't care which one it is. 
but I need a second sleep bag. I was like, where is it? She was like, where's my fucking sleeping bag? Yeah, because I'm like laying there trying to be like, hard enough, hard enough. And I was like, it's the first night. I was like, no, no, I'm not fine. So I get my second sleeping bag. I also eat half of a Snickers bar. That's all you eat. go to sleep. No. No. Which, again, is just because, and this is the this is the benefit that through hikers have over uh, ultra runners doing long FKTs. Is. Things like knowing you should eat a shit ton of calories oh, before yeah. you go to sleep. Also, it keeps your body warm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I woke up the next morning after sleeping. I think I slept three hours the first night. Three hours and happy sneakers. It's a formula for success. So, I wake up in the morning <laughs> and I'm like... Whoa, I feel so nauseous. Oh, like this is when it so started. nauseous. Yeah. Just like ugh. so I start out with Tailwind. I have Pop Tarts with me. I'm like I'm like doing like this thing, like taking little nibbles off yeah, the Pop Tarts. I'm like spitting them back out. And like I didn't I did the first I did like the first three hour stretch and didn't drink any Tailwind because I was like I was, like, it's making, flavor. I was like, it's making me feel way worse. Did you have water on you too? Plain water? No. You weren't drinking any fluids? No, because everything Lang. was making me feel so gross. And I was like, I would rather bonk my brains out then than throw up. Than, because then I don't feel throw nauseous. up. I just feel no. nauseous. I, no one wants to feel nauseous. Like, I would literally rather be stabbed in the yes! arm than feel nauseous. And like, there's so many like videos of like people puking during ultras and I was like if I would wouldn't that be puke, nice that would be great no but nausea I don't is mind puking. I don't mind puking I hate nausea yeah and it, it, it's just like Chinese water torture so I think I and I had some food that I was able to eat like I forget what it was there was just a few things like maybe dried pineapple that I was eating Ooh. some of and uh so like the whole like first part of day two I just felt like I had like Vaseline covered <laughs> cotton balls over my eyes, and just I just kind of felt like, "What's that mean, Annie?" I, I get I will know this feeling so distinctly in the future as needing more calories. Oh, like, you were because, crispy because at first, yes, I was crispy, and I was like, at first, I was like, "Am I tired?" And I was like, "I don't think I'm tired." No, I know. And I was just like, I was just like, I was just like. <laughs> What is it? I know. Where you're like looking at yep. things and you're like, what is that? <laughs> I and I was just like, just keep going. It's fine. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> this is the feeling I have for the majority of day two, which is uh, Thanksgiving. You this might need a- to Patreon just to see what Annie's face yeah. looks like when she puts Vaseline covered cotton balls on her eyes. I feel like that represents very well what I was I know. feeling. Yeah, um, I know it. So, th- yeah, so this is Thanksgiving. So, it's Thanksgiving. so, because I felt like an FKT would be easier than a turkey trot, you know, I just don't want to push You're that an hard. Asshole. I just want you to know that. So, I go through the majority of the day, and like, what's great about like day one and doing an extra night and a half miles is that on day two, I was like, I haven't had to backtrack at all. This is right. great. Yeah. Like, even though I have nausea, I, we're, I'm moving forward every okay. mile I do. So, you're thinking positively. Yeah. Um, and I get in to see Andy and Arbor around like one o'clock and Andy's made stuffing and instant mashed potatoes. I was going to ask. Yeah. And like, we have like turkey deli meat. So we had Thanksgiving, we had like Thanksgiving meal. The most fucked up family. And everybody's great. Weird fucked up FKT Thanksgiving. That was awesome. Um, but I came in and I was like, Hey, I need to like reset. I'm going to 
just like shove calories in as much as I can and I'm going to sleep for an hour because what and this is at dinner time this is at one this is in the afternoon okay. yeah at 1 p.m okay so I was like I have you to do to something to do this like reset. and I was like I know I'm nauseous because I need more food but that is such a shitty spot to be in because yeah. you're like thanks body like, you want calories and this is how you ask yeah. me for them no 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 no, no. <laughs> um I'm just gonna carry all the calories I need and not put them in you so like it's gonna tape a banana to my chest. So I took like I like chewed up like three tums, took two Pepto pills, uh, ate some potatoes, um, and just tried to put food in. Okay. I, I did sleep for a good hour, which is great. Good. And I woke up and I felt nauseous, but the but the, but the Vaseline, cotton ball, but the <laughs> Vaseline cotton balls were gone. So I was like, good, that was All it. Right. And so that was another, um, and I talked a lot about this with doing Pinhoti 100. It was really encouraging to be like, I know how to fix stuff. Like, I know mm -hmm. how, I just mm -hmm. need to do something. Mm -hmm. I need to just not fall in the trap of like, just being like, it'll go away if I keep doing what I'm doing. Oh, That's I'm, not I'm how that way works. guilty of that. Just move forward, M move further ahead and things will solve themselves. Yes. Nope. Take the um, pebble out of your shoe now. Yep. And that was another thing, uh, like foot care. I probably changed my socks like... Like yeah. five times, Andy like the me, first two I, days. Andy was giving me huge block texts, and I was so grateful because I don't want the like, she's doing fine. Yeah. I want like, and then she breathed weird, and then we changed her <laughs> socks twice. Like, I want to know everything. She blinked six times instead yes. of eight. What does that Thank mean? Thank you, Andy, for giving me the serious lowdown. Uh, there were so many water crossings that didn't have rocks. They were just like, and again, it didn't have, oh, like you rocks just, to hop you were on. Just in it. Yeah, like, Usually, if you're uh, trying to keep your feet dry, you can spend a little bit more time and effort and make it across. I feel like most water crossings and not get your feet wet. That was not the case here. It was just like, douche, 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 douche. Yeah, and literal, that whole, actual douche. And that whole idea of, like, not letting stuff ride. Normally, I'd be like, I don't need to change my feet. So, <laughs> I was changing my uh, socks a, a whole, whole lot because... You had just endless river crossings, or even just regular water crossings where they could be have been like rocky trail, because you had gotten so much rain, right? Yep. And, and actually, not even to at this point. So there had been like a little bit of rain before I started the first night, and even just that little bit, topped some stuff off. Yes. So yeah. So trying to do good maintenance, changing my socks way more often than I ever would, because normally I'd just be like, I'll let my feet rot away. I don't care. Yeah, but you can't do that because you're going to get the real bona fide trench foot. Yes, because it's going to be a week <laughs> of trench foot. <laughs> Things don't work that way. Yeah. And uh, then you just take a dull butter knife and you cut the mm -hmm. bottom 17 layers you of your it off. foot off. You don't need it. Don't need it. <laughs> so yeah, so I spent a lot of time changing socks. I was trying to think of some other stuff. Oh, again, like the nausea where it's like there's not, you shouldn't be pushing through anything. Yeah. Essentially, that's yeah, it. Yeah, 10 to every every need. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I did my reset on Thanksgiving Day, felt a lot better, continued on. Um, I, I only did 45 miles that day, um, but I knew... The you way, didn't mention how many you did the first day. 60. Baller. Except for only 50 counted. Bummer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I... Did 45. I was not bummed, even with needing to take a nap in the middle of the day to kind of reset because my MO tends to be big, way low, push at the end to do what I do. So, for example, oh, yes, for like across the years. Yeah, so for across the years and big, also outrun. Way low. This sounds like 
how we got trail instructions how to find that the missing trail trail five yards exactly it's not it's a word salad to me yep so big effort more speed more miles whatever on the first part mm-hmm. of whatever i'm doing mm-hmm. A lull in the middle where it's hard for me to get going for one reason or another, whether it's motivation or food or nausea or whatever. And then you grind. And then, uh, and then I push it out at the end to do what I need to. When I did outrun, mm-hmm. I did like, I did a whole lot of my miles in like the first 12 hours, then went really fucking slow for mm-hmm. like, you know, like six hours mm-hmm. and then just like took off and did what I needed to at the end. Most people would give up before that last yeah. thing that you do. Um, and at Across the Years, I did like... I did 80 miles the first day. I did like... It's insane. I know. I did uh, like 50 miles the second day <laughs> and then did the rest of the miles the third day. It was like I ended on like a 60 mile day or something like that. However wow. that math works out. Um, so yeah, so I was not, again, knowing how to do stuff. I had my lower second day and was like, that's okay. This is what happens. Right. I know right. I'll pull it out at the end. Sure. I do. Um, so... That night, I, uh, Andy had the tent set up and had my two sleeping bags in there and had the buddy heater going. Oh, wow. Amazing. I, I was so, I was so stoked. Like, I, I get it. I get in. I have a super hot tent ready for me. I can just strip all my clothes off i just sit there naked and like warm up my butt tips before i have to get into (laughs) into the sleeping bag and like i was so happy like i'm just like sitting there with my butt in front of the buddy that explains the the third degree burns in a perfect plaid format on your ass that sounds painful um but it was great i was so i was so pleased with how the tent setup was and that day went a lot closer to what i imagined as far as like rolling in rolling out um Andy had, uh, he had made a Nor meal for me. So what? like Nor, like a uh, Lipton, those like minute rice things. Okay, cool. That are like it's essentially like rice or pasta with some yes. kind of sauce. Got it. Um, so he had he made that for me when I came in. So I I I felt like I was doing a great job, and then when I got done, I was like, great, I ate a third of that, but better, still better okay. than it was the night before. Um, so I get up on day three, and you know I'm feeling like cool. Uh, if I am not, like, super fucking nauseous all day, if I don't have to do an extra nine and a half miles today, it will be a good day! Yeah. Yeah. Um, day three is when, uh, the rain started later in the day in earnest and did not stop for 36 hours. (gasps) It's the longest, like, window of continuous rain that I've, to my memory, have been in. And I feel like I've been in a lot of rain, but I feel like either it's been, like, a 24-hour thing. Mm-hmm. Or it hasn't been like it hasn't I'm been just a race in long it. enough for you to stay in that yeah. terrible weather. Even if that's happened in real life. So I am continuing along and just uh I'm trying to remember how much of the day was not in rain, but I think it was later in the afternoon that it started. Um so was able to meet up with Andy pretty regularly. Um this was a day that Again, lots of water crossings. I feel like there, I have these big milestones that happen within each day and everything else kind of fades away. Oh, there was lots of beautiful waterfalls this day. Oh, really? Most of the days, did you look at them? I, I, I was like, I totally had a fuck that waterfall <laughs> moment like you did in the Ozarks where I was just like, whatever. No, great, you know, beautiful. A, there was parts of the trail where I'm going under waterfalls, like oh, against rock faces. Wow. And I was like, 
Stupid. I hate so, it. I was just kind of like, you know, I started out taking pictures and like I even looked at my phone and was like, day one, like this many pictures, you know, more. And then the next day I was like a little bit less. And then I'm like, hmm, when did it start raining? Oh yeah, that's where there's no pictures anymore. Yeah. Cause I was just yeah. like, bleh. Um yeah, there was really cool sections of trail where there was these, like, beautiful rock phases on the side. It was very diverse rhododendrons everywhere oh, in Kentucky. Surprising. Which I, I didn't realize Kentucky had so many rhodos. Mm, but the rhodos, bro. I said rhodos, bro, in my head at least a thousand times every day. <laughs> I was like, check out these rhodos, bro. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've looked at a waterfall in my misery and been like, fuck that waterfall. Yeah. Like, a million times. And there was, I mean, there was beautiful ones. Ones that were just cascading, like, in the middle of, like... You know what I mean? Where the rock, yeah. like, comes out yeah. and it's just cascading in the mm-hmm. middle. I Just big cascades, like, just, like, parts where I'm, like, running on rock that are, like, between two waterfalls. And I was just like, this Stupid. might be great. You know, and I did, I did absolutely think of, like, how some hikers don't understand, like, doing an FKT where it's, like, slow down, stop and smell the roses. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I could be doing this on a treadmill. <laughs> As much as yeah. I'm like observing yes, things, but for as much as I'm enjoying it or, yeah. or looking at it, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, so it gets to be so I meet up with Andy and Arbor at the Cumberland Falls Resort, which the Cumberland Falls was beautiful, and they also have um, you can go there when there's a moon bow, and once a month, the spray from the waterfalls causes a rainbow from the moonlight boy oh boy i need to be a part of that so it was not when we were we were there but like arbor had a great time like seeing the waterfalls and like there was a lot of people there i guess right before i got there so i rolled into there right before dusk already had my lights on me good for you um oh i should say too another thing andy got me for my birthday was a kogala light the uh the The, like strip strip of lights Mm -hmm. and it was great i felt like a car like oh. it was like and you know i have you have i have are not shoddy so like i have my princeton tech headlamp on bizarre amount of lights. i had and i would put the kogala on and it was like you know i'd have my lumen and my princeton tech on and would swap out the lumen waist belt for yeah. the kogala and it was like <laughs> like like all of the trees are like burning down in my path where i'm just like <laughs> it was great cool it was so great um but i uh those are the kinds that you can actually affix to different items and yes. then turn them in any way you want yeah i think sam hartman's got some of those probably yeah, like a lot of little people, kit and you yep. can get different strokes yep. yeah and there's nothing complicated about it it just has a usb strap that comes out of it you can put put it into any anchor the one downside and why i didn't end up using it in some sections is it's not waterproof because where oh. the usb plugs into an anchor is exposed yeah. yeah so um but anyways uh Lighting became very important after some lessons learned. Um, so I met up with them at the Cumberland Falls Resort. Took a great poop. Aww, I pooped. Every, I pooped every day, which was That's also unlike which you. was also a good encouragement to me that I was doing the right pace. Good. So, oh yeah. yes, because your your guts were still functioning. Yep. Yep. Um, so went to the restroom. Started out just as a like parking lot or any other kind of find the trailhead thing. The hardest part of going through the Cumberland Falls Resort was finding the Cumberland like Falls Resort. Essentially, finding the trailhead. So, like at one point, so essentially, the trail comes out of the woods after going across the Yamacraw Bridge, which was really oh, cool. Oh, cool! Um, and then you come up to the Cum- I think that's right. And then you get to the Cumberland Falls Resort, and it goes. And I say resort; it's essentially like uh, it's more of like a state park with some housing there that you can rent or something. So there's like a lodge. 
I guess? I don't remember. Mm -hmm. So, like, the trail goes through the, like, main stretch by, like, the gift shop. And I, oh. I was, like, starting to, like... So I'm, like, running on a trail perpendicular to the parking lot where I just mm -hmm. met up with Andy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, got back on the trail and, like, was, like, 20 feet away from them. Like, hey, it's me! Like, telling them, like, hi, it's still yeah. me. Because they want the trail to be in the woods, even though you can oh. just run through the parking lot. Oh, I and, of see. course, because I'm doing it by the letter, I'm just, like, running on the trail next to the parking lot or whatever. And then... Rules. I'm, like, following the GPX file, which I have on both my watch. I also have the Trail Run Project app on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I also have... And one other thing. A physical map. No. Oh. Andy had the physical map uh, for car finding because okay. the GPS so you did not always the, work. The wayfinding as a loaded map on your... Correct. Sunto? Yep. And I... Uh, Garmin. Garmin. Um, and I also have the Trail Runner Project app that has all of the Shell Tweed Trace Trail okay. on it, which I would highly recommend. And just like the, the stupidest things. It's like, I'm like popping out of the part of the trail that was in the woods near where the gift shop is and I'm like oh shit I'm supposed to be like down there so like bushwhack behind a dumpster to like get because I'm like I'm not going adventure I'm like I'm not going back to that side of the parking lot to go around I'm just gonna cut down behind the dumpster behind the gift yeah. shop and then I'm on the main stretch and then I'm like I don't see any markings and like I couldn't help but have flashbacks to us when we did Ozarks and when we shifted from the Ozark Trail Association markings to the powder mill like the state park markings and it was like yeah. wait a second powder meal. it was like the ozark trail association's markings have been impeccable glorious perfectly placed in every single place that yes. you would need them yes and then you switch to some other trail and system. it's it was like the state park like yeah. but it's not what you're used to following no and it was and like terrible like the, you know it's paint instead of plaques they're not yeah. reflective so i've been going from the shelter we trace trail um which are these d white diamonds with a green turtle on it they're not reflective but they're you know white backgrounds so you can see them to like the resorts markings like this and they're fucking painted numbers for all of their different like foot trails from their oh, resort no so it was like Wait, am I supposed to be on like fifteen or ten? How would like, you know? Uh, I was, yikes. I was like, so I ended up like trying to be on the GPX line, which is not where the trail now goes through the resort. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I met Andy, and then like an hour later, was still like in the fucking like I'll Cumberland Falls area. And I I'll called Andy and was just like, I was like, I don't need anything from you. I'm just like, I'm just so fucking pissed that I'm still. I'm still yeah. like right where you left me, yeah. and then finally I was like, okay, so I popped out where I'm supposed I'm supposed to go, which is essentially. Did you, did you ever? Were you on the wrong trails while you were there? So, so I was like trying to match up the GPX instead of just being. It just you and, should have followed your eyes and not your data. Maybe, uh, there wasn't there wasn't turtle blazes. Yeah. So and I think it's one of those things where, I mean, who knows? And it it was also one of those sections where I was like, I don't even give up. I don't give two shits about what was right because just fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it all. Burn it down to the ground. Burn it down. Goodbye, Cumberland Burn it Falls. down. So I'll I'll know that for next time to to figure out. Next time. I know. That's mm -hmm. why, this is why, like, yeah, it, I find the most challenging things to be. The things closest to civilization. Uh, yes. Where, uh, yeah, I, anyways. So, like, so that was the beginning of the night for Them night three. Them folk and their stupid trail marking. <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> like I don't know. Seething. No, no number. No colored numbers. Just no turtles. I don't want your turtles only. Day trails. So I get out of the resort, and the trail 
the trail mostly just winds along the Cumberland River at this point, and which was really cool and also really strange um, because the the river is just rushing. So like there, I, I thought to myself, after I'm done with this FKT, all I'm going to hear in my dreams is the sound of water. It's yeah. like rushing water because yeah. it was like waterfalls, Constant. rivers, rain, like just water, 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 water. So do you keep the river on the same side of you consistently? Yes. Okay. Yep. So I'm going along next to the river. The, the blazes on this section suck like they're so infrequent i'm and i couldn't help but think i am an orienteer i do off trail stuff i can't follow the trail here no one can i don't understand final answer like yeah so there was lots of blowdowns like i crawled under four different blowdowns at least because i was like i don't see a way around this and I don't know that I can find the tra- like if I, I can't, can't match follow the back trail. Up with the trail at night if you can't if you like go to the end of the rootstock yeah. come all the way around you've lost the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I um I had both my Kogala and my headlamp on me and uh still could not well no I had my lumen waist belt. I still could not see like I would be standing someplace and be like, I can't see a blaze in front of me or behind me. I would be so mad. And I was just, I was because one, I just got like tangled up in the resort of all places or the woods right next to the Bullshit. resort. Yeah. And then, and then finally get out and I'm like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Like just kind of live it. And there, there had been sections of the trail where the trail, like it was like, go up the creek for a while. Like that is the trail. So like oh. my sense of like what the trail as far as like my calibration was like, it wasn't automatic. The trail is this ditch that I yeah. slide into yeah, occasionally. Sometimes you can be like, oh, it's going to take you through the hard part every second. Like, I feel like I have a feel for some trails where it's like, if there's a thing to go up, you're going to go up it. Or sure. like, you'll never sure. have to go in the water. Or like, you, you get there a good feel. parameters. Yes, you yeah. get a feel for like, this is the way the trail kind of ebbs and flows. And how much is it slowing you down to like, occasionally have to be just like in the, in the rut? A lot? I mean, like two times as slow. Maybe, maybe not that bad yet. But when I think about the difference between like us going to a uh, orienteering Cincinnati event where I feel like I'm running as hard as I can, but I have to do navigation mm-hmm. at our fastest, it's like a 20 minute pace. Right. And that's running as hard as you can. Yeah. So, and so that tells me it's at least, it slows you down at least twice as much. And I was sure. not navigating that well because I was not okay. thinking, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like thumbing along on a map, which that's another thing that I would do next time. I would take them along. I would potentially have a, like a compass and my map on the sections that it's I knew. Not were a bad idea. Cause then you could go in the general uh-huh. direction yeah. of where you know you need to go yeah. and then match pick up with the trail wherever it may be. So I get to, so I'm next to the river this whole time and, uh, I get to the Bark Camp Creek, um, which is like an offshoot of the Cumberland river and uh there's a big waterfall there and like you could see the remains of a bridge on the other side of the waterfall but nothing on my side so i was like okay so that's not it um i then proceed to be stuck at this waterfall oh god for two and a half hours because you can't see i can't there's no other option there's no good option so, like, I'm staring across the waterfall, like, I know I'm supposed to, I can see the GPX trail, that I'm supposed to be on the other side of this waterfall to eventually proceed out of this area. So, how do I get to the other side? Like, I'm I, just trying to picture, like, other options. Like, go to the bottom of the waterfall? Right. So, 
Exactly. So you just kind of go like, am I supposed to go farther? I'll say inland. Like, but Cro- there's across the water. But there's like, but there's there's like high stuff on each side. So it's like, uh, oh, so there's cliffs, cliff walls on the high side of the waterfall. Yeah. So go to the bottom. The bottom is the Cumberland River. Not 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 passable. Right. So I'm I'm just kind of like I know I have to get over there. How do I get over there? How do I get how do I get over there? So like I'm like looking around. I like walk across the waterfall. Like the rocks are at the top mm-hmm. of the waterfall. I actually have, I'm like telling myself like don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. I'm like walking across. You were across. thinking about walking the whole way across? I did. I walk across and I get to the other side and I'm like there's just giant boulders you over didn't here. Tell me that part. Yeah. So I like go over there. I'm like I can't in even, the dark. In the dark. You cross the top in the rain. Mm. So I'm like, I'm standing there because I'm, again, normally I would be like, this doesn't make any sense, but there have been parts of the trail. And they never heard from her again. Yeah. I hate you a little bit right now. (laughs) So I like come back over and I'm like, okay, go back to where you knew where you were. Go back to where you knew where you were. I go back to the last blaze. I like walk up to the waterfall area. I'm like, great. I missed a set of stairs that goes up for, uh, I mean, it's three steep, like, rock pitches yeah steps up to the side and i was like great i'm gonna go up these stairs so i go up the stairs i get to the top of the stairs there's a blaze at the top for shelter we trail and i was like great great i just missed the stairs and like i'm proceeding along the i'll say the ridge line above the waterfalls going east away from the cumberland river and i get to like a cave that has like is like a shelter and it's like dry under there so i was like great this is good to know if i need to get there i continue on the trail past the cave or past the like rock shelter or whatever i'm continuing i'm continuing still no trail but no blazes from the top of the stairs i'm like going east going east going east the trail how far like a mile i would say by the time i figured out what was what it ended up being a mile Holy in. shit. So, like, I'm going in, and there's, like, there's, like, some, like, race flags, but I think it was, I think it was from previous races that have potentially been in that area. I oh, honestly, that's confusing. I honestly don't know if it was, and there was different colors and different places, and, like, each time I would, the GPS signal was all, GPS signal was also not great there, so it would show me, like, at the waterfall, and then the next time it would update, I would be on the Bark Camp Trail, which just goes east and doesn't connect to where I'm trying to go at all. It doesn't even get to a spot where I could be like, hey, Andy, come meet up with me. Meanwhile, your husband's watching your GPS My spot tracker. Just beep, 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 just beep. Just go beep, bloop, 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 And looking like, and he had a good point. He was like, he goes, He's I just kept thinking that your spot tracker had maybe fallen into like a pool. Like where it was just like no, circling that's around. too dark. Uh, why, I, why wouldn't someone think, oh, the, the spot tracker is just pinging two different set like satellites over and over again. And it's because stuck. because if you look at my spot it's tracker, very distinctive. It, it looks like it, because it looks like I'm just circling the area, and it's like I don't understand what I'm looking at. Anyways, so I thought I'm you into- were you thought you were dead swirling at the bottom of a, war, a whirlpool, yeah. or at least my spot tracker. Yeah. Guys. Otherwise, it'd be like, how in the hell could somebody get stuck? I mean, it's a marked trail. Air quote. So I'm going east. The trail, like, from the time that I see the blaze at the top of the stairs, it just kind of peters out. I don't know how, I'm like, I don't know how to get where I'm going. So I, I like, come back to the stairs. Again, being like, do the where smart was thing. I? Yes, where go was ba- I? Go back to the place Restart. where I knew where I was. Here is the shelter we trace blaze. 
And then I continue east and I'm like looking around. I mean, like the whole time it's pouring rain. I'm just scanning like the whole way I'm going. Cause I'm like, where am I missing a blaze? Where am I missing a blaze? I don't see anything. I get to the point again where the trail just kind of peters out. There's like a blowdown. There's nothing to follow behind it. And I was like, I can't just like follow this blindly to the east. There's nothing there telling me to go this way. Like that's how, that's how you it's get lost. Yeah. yeah. So I did that back and forth and back down the stairs and For back how, up. how many hours? Again, two and a half hours from the time I came up to the waterfall to the time I actually got out of there. So I'm doing this stretch. It's pouring rain. My lights start to dim, which I need to have to be able to see Wait, where I'm going. What about a USB backup charger? I had, I had used it. I mean, oh my God. because I had met up with Andy. It was supposed to be a, a normal stretch. It was supposed to be like a three hour stretch and it ended up being from... 5 p.m. probably to 2 a.m. So a nine-hour stretch. So how long has Andy been waiting for your arrival? So he probably expected me around, I would say, 9 at the latest. And you saw him when? At 2 a.m. So I finally oh, get out of this God. I finally get out of this waterfall area because there is a bridge quite a bit to the east. And it was like a beautifully made bridge, blazed with the Sheltery Trace Trail. So it's like... You know, this is one of those homework things where I'm sure somebody put like a Facebook post at some time and was like, hey, good news, we put up a new bridge here mm -hmm. instead of here because mm -hmm. it kept getting washed out over here mm -hmm. and now like, woo, woo. But because I didn't like do all that like nitty gritty stuff, mm -hmm. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, because the GPX file kind of shows going in east a little bit over the waterfalls and back on your way along the river. And it was like a mile and a half, not... I mean, mile, at least a mile, and I feel like I'm being conservative there, at least a mile east across the water source to the falls that then went into the Cumberland River and then back out a mile to join to join back up oh next to the Cumberland God, that's River. that's terrible. And then the trail continued to be hard to follow, not blazed very well. So Sheltery Trace Association, which I will become a member promptly, I will give you however much money it is and come <laughs> out and put the blazes up with reflective tape from the section from the Cumberland Resort to, uh, it's like the mouth of Laurel this Boat Ramp. This seems like a fair deal for you guys. Yeah. So, um, so I get out of the waterfall area, do that next stretch, and I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? And like, again, I feel really proud that I kept my wits about me. I just... I, I was just, I like at the point, I wasn't like freaking out or anything. I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Like, how do I get out of here? So I finally get out of there. I'm progressing. And I've also learned from our Ozark experience to not stress about other people worrying about me mm -hmm. because it doesn't do anything. Nope. Doesn't help you at all. So I just kind of like turn that off. I think I thought for a second, like Andy's, Andy may not understand why I'm taking no, so long. No, but it's not going to kill him. No. To, to worry. Yeah. And um, it could kill you. Yeah. To fuck up. Yeah. So I get to, so Andy was at the uh, mouth of Laurel area, which is where like people can uh, launch to go fishing and stuff. And it's, it's like a, it's like a small parking area next to a pit toilet. And I, I pop out onto the road and he was like, are you okay? And I said, yes. I said, are you okay? And he said, not really, but what do you need? And like, we were both kind of like understood. Silently like, like, like here, we know what we have to do right now. I'm glad you're alive. Yeah. Andy's always just a little bit pissed when <laughs> things go wrong. Yeah. Because he thinks you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and he also didn't have cell phone service at where we he was designed to meet up with me. So, so he couldn't he even to... call someone and be like, what do I do? So we had to drive out to get cell service okay. to check my spot oh, tracker. That's right. And then come back and to then the site. Come, and then come back to the site. So Did he leave like a piece of paper on the ground that says, I'll be back? No, he texted. I don't know. I mean, he may have left something. But um, yeah, so I got there. He It was pouring rain. He had made the executive decision. Like, I'm not going to set up the tent. Annie can just sleep in the car, like in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And I got there and I was like, put up my tent. Really? I I just felt like I need to like sleep, sleep. Wow. And just. I, it's your FKT. I, I know. And just so I was very much. And Andy was like, I'm sorry, I don't have the tent set up. I was like, it's fine. It, it's, fine. it's fine. Like, But do it now. Yeah. And we were both just like, just like, shut it down. Just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> like, and luckily we didn't snap it at each other. It was just kind of like. <laughs> set up the tent. I get in there. I, I put a fucking hole in your sleeping bag with the no. heater. because oh, the heater. The heater, yeah. because, and I had... The heater's actually not allowed around sleeping bags anymore because that's how someone's bag got really and fucked up. honestly, so the first night that I had the buddy heater, it worked perfectly. The second night, because I went to scoot the mat away from the edge of the tent because it was raining, mm-hmm. I was, like, off to the side I in the sleeping bag. I don't care. Turns out it was Scotty's bag, though. I know. And he does care. So I gave him my bag. It's okay. <laughs> I don't give a uh, shit. I know. Okay. A bag's a bag. So, uh, so yeah, so we set up the tent. I, like, wake up in the morning. This day, like, so I slept for, so I got in at, like, 2, 2.30 a.m., uh, and I was gonna, sl- I only had wanted to sleep, like, three hours a night, or maybe at night I slept until, because I was like, I'm not going back out until it is light, in the morning on day four. Okay. Because so a big the, chunk of rest. Yeah, because I was like, if the trail continues to be this like bad. that, I can't proceed. Like it's not even worth my time sure. to start with lights because I'm not going yeah, to be able to see Yeah, this is not a it. matter of hard assery. It's just like there's no yeah. point. Yeah. So um, and this night I didn't actually, <laughs> which kind of sucked because I didn't I didn't sleep that whole span of time because I woke up and was like. I'm ready to go, and I oh, can't no. go because it doesn't make sense to go. Oh, no. And then I'm, like, sitting in my tent, like, just kind of, like, taking my time, like, rolling up the sleeping bag and stuff. Are you, like, not questioning your existence? No. It's day four. I, I was just kind of, like, I would love to be going right now. I would love to have the conditions that allow me to go right now. It's Again, it's weirdo. still pouring. It's still pouring. Andy's helping me slowly get around. I'm, like, slowly eating a pop Are you wearing your precip? When you're outside? Let me think about that. Yes, I was actually switching between my precip and my uh, outdoor research helium jacket, the purple one, and actually drying them off because I was just like, I was just like soaked. So, yeah. Yeah. um, And the majority of day four, so day four was the day of rain and just like switching between rain jackets and sometimes just like changing everything just to dry off. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, so day four, sunlight. Sun, sun, okay, sun so it's brightish bright-ish outside. It's like, it's uh, a, it's gray, gray. it's gray all yeah. day. Like, um, so I finally start out and it was great because I got to, uh, it's some, it's not the Cumberland Lake. There's some lake that's an offshoot that's in this section after the mouth of Laurel. And it's like, it's great. It's like 
pea gravel over oh, like cool. the rocks and roots trail so okay, where it just cool. kind of goes in and out of Seems these like doable. fingers around the river Lovely. there's like all these i got to run over the like chain of lakes yeah i got to run over a dam like i'm on the road for a couple miles to start out yeah like you know, I think Andy drove up on me, like, after I had started out in the morning. And, like, he pulled up on me, and I'm, like, pumping my trekking poles oh, in the cool. air. And I'm, cool, like, cool. whoop, whoop, whoop. Like, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm like, feeling it. I was, like, oh, great. It's, like, a real trail today. And, again, perspective being, like, I haven't had to run nine and a half extra yeah. miles. I actually feel like eating a little bit. Good. And I know where I'm going. That's all I need. What more could a lady That's ask That's all for? I need. Like, so all that perspective of those first three days made that fourth day kind of great. Like, I really just really? felt like, okay, this is when I start, this is when I start chugging out my miles. Like, so I got to run that really fun uh, lake section while I'm listening to a podcast about Magdalena Boulay talking about her uh, Tahoe Rim Trail FKT cool. attempt and just, just like all these great like matchups of like podcasts and moments and being like, this one doing like it's so cool <laughs> good um good and i'm chugging along and it's still just raining all day but it, it just the rain like didn't even phase me it it really didn't um and i uh started to think about like okay i think i'm actually gonna try like changing my sleep schedule up a little bit um i'm gonna to do what instead so instead of saying hey from like three to six each day I'm gonna sleep I'm just gonna keep going until I feel ready to rest and then I'm gonna like sleep for an hour or two and then get up and get going again yeah. and potentially end up sleeping less at a time just waiting for your body to say now you must yep yep um because again feeling like that morning I felt like I'm ready to go and it wasn't and it what I couldn't go because of the light or whatever that's stupid um and then I thought like I told Andy, like, from now on, like, I need to always have two lights worth of batteries for, like, mm -hmm. a sh shit no matter long time. What. Like, yeah. I need to be able to just blaze through batteries as much as I, as I need to. Um, so, the day, at the end of day four, however, because it had rained all day, that's when some of the river started to get a little crazy. So, like, there was a section of the trail. Oh, I should also say, day four was when I got my first trail magic. <laughs> So, really? So I had a gentleman come out, and I wish I could remember his name. I'm so sorry. Um, he came out and had hot chocolate in a thermos. And Wait, like, how did he know you were out there? My tracker. I put my spot tracker link in the Shell Tweet Trace Trail Association. So like, Do people just wait to see if yeah. Cool. So he was the only one that came out, and he was he was great. And like, huh. I huh. I walked away with a cup of hot chocolate. Oh my in, god! In the pouring rain, like it was what great. A doll. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really sweet of him to come out. Um. So yeah, so the river started to get crazy. Uh, there was a section of the trail that like dipped through the same river, no shit, ten times. Oh, and like no. each time the the water would, I would say like mid calf deep, and it was moving very fast. Yeah, it was also cloudy because it was flood water. I just feel like it's the difference between a river that is deep and a river that has flooded to be deep is mm -hmm. so different because. There's more silt. You can't oh, see. Yeah. You can't see yeah. what's under there. There's it's shit floating slippery. in there because it's not There's leaves. Like I got one of my river crossings. I got bumped by a log. Like, Ooh, that like hurts. I mean, luckily it wasn't too ouchy. It was just kind of like, oh yeah. Oh, so this is gonna like kick up could stuff. Take me out. Yeah, and there were section of the trails where there had been like. Uh, like there were some really trashy parts of the trail where there was like tires and all, and I was like, there could be a lot of weird shit oh, like in the water. No, I don't like so, it. So, like, even on this section where the water wasn't deep but it was moving really fast, I had to be super uh, conscientious of using my pole and, like, just because a rock 
could be there or yeah. not be there. Take you out. Yep. Um, so I was still moving along at a really great clip. Um, luckily the temperature was perfect where I think if it had been even five degrees colder and I want to say it was like, I'm going to say 40, it had to have been at least 40 because I never went through a water crossing and thought like, Oh no, oh, I'm never, it was yeah, always, you just, don't usually have a problem with that. No. So, but I thought that I did think like, if it was a little bit colder, it would have been this, this would dangerous. be too much of a uphill battle to mm -hmm. try and warm up each time. Mm -hmm. Um, I get to, so there was a miscommunication between Andy and I on what my sleep strategy was going to be because I slept for an, an hour at one of the, oh, we were like up on a ridge on a Jeep road and I slept for an hour there just like sitting up in the driver's seat as I had planned and his thought was that when I got to the next one, I was going to like do a big sleep and I was thinking I did my one hour nap now I'm gonna keep and going now I'm fine. and now I'm gonna keep going until I'm ready to go to sleep again and uh so he had the car and everything ready for me to sleep for a long time and in addition to in addition to the sleep miscommunication he was parked so he was parked where the trail went over a river it was called Margaret's Hollow oh cute and uh, he was parked next to the river that I would cross to then get up to where the car was. And he didn't realize it until after they'd been parked there for a while. But it was so loud he thought they were close to a freeway when it was in fact the river. Oh no. And he went down and looked at the river and was like, Oh no. I don't know. Mm -mm. Like, do I try and string up a line for any? Like, I don't understand how she's going to get across this. Like... I don't understand what I'm looking at here. Mm. Like, so, um, to his credit, and I give him a lot of credit for this, he got into the car with Arbor because, mm -hmm. and they, they went to sleep because they needed to get sleep. And I, meanwhile, while they're sleeping, I come up to the river and I'm like, okay, like, be careful. And I go across the river. It's crotch deep. Oh, no. I'm, I have, uh, I carried one pole the whole time. Thank God. And I'm... I have to make sure each time that I'm moving only one thing at a time. Like normally you move pull. a foot in a pole. So yeah. I'm like, I'm literally yelling out loud, pull, foot, pull, focus, pull, pay attention, pay attention, oh my God. be safe. And I'm like, because you would like look at the water for a second and it would be like hypnotizing. Oh God, that's awful. And it's dark. It's like pitch black. Yeah. And the water, again, is crotch deep on me. I'm six foot tall. I've never been so grateful to be six foot tall and 200 pounds before. <laughs> I'm serious. not going anywhere. I'm like, if I was any lighter, I just would have gone, whoop, gone. Yep, gone. And so I'm like screaming to myself, like, just pay attention. Jim like, Wong get across here. instantly. Yeah, gone. Just gone. <laughs> And I like pop up to the car and I'm feeling like, woo! And I've also done all of these, like none of the, that was probably my most dramatic river crossing, but all the other ones, I'd gone through so much water that it no, it no shit felt like I was getting off of a treadmill when I um, was yeah. not going through, like when I was standing next to the car and reloading my vest it was with like stuff. like a cedar point feeling yes. you've been on a roller coaster yes, all day? Yes, it felt like I just had continuous motion like a river on my side and I was like, that is weird and very telling. Yeah. So I get up there, I'm thinking like, woo! I am ready to go. I'm ready mm -hmm. to go. And Andy like gets out of the car and he's like, I thought you were going to stay here and sleep. And I was like, no, man. Like, I'm like, got my vest almost like refilled. I'm like feeling it. I'm ready to go. And he's like, I thought you were going to stay here and sleep. And I was like, no, I'm going to keep going. And he was like, I don't know if you're making very good decisions right now because, and to his credit, 
He was thinking good like, check-in. That's a good you're check-in. very sleep deprived. I saw the river that you had to cross yes. to get up here. Yep. And I can't tell if you know if you're being a crack addict or not. Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, it's a relatively good crew check-in. Also, although with you, usually it's like, if you can, you should. Yes, but I do, like, I can become, like, stubborn and singularly focused. Mm-hmm. For example, when you had to tell me to uh, not go not off go the, the edge, bluff. Don't, yeah. not go off the bluff over Powder Mill. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I, I see that moment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just being like, no, this is it. You've gotten better, though. Yeah. Um, so, also, Andy had to, like, rearrange the car so that they could sleep. So, it was like, he had to move stuff back, put armor yeah, back in I the car it. seat. So He has a rigid way of thinking sometimes. Yep. And he was like, this is what we're doing, right? Yep. And yeah. also, this goes back to, like... I didn't give him a plan to execute, so... That's totally on you. Yep. Uh, so the next stop was five miles down the road, and it got into my head a little bit to be like, maybe I should sleep. Maybe I should sleep. And then I was like... Uh, oh, no. And so Andy comes up, driving up next to me, and he, like... Uh, he was like, I'm sorry. I just thought you were going to sleep for a long time there. Like, we're good. I'll see you at the next one, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to sleep at the next one after all. And he okay. gave me a sandwich that he had already made up nice. so that I could start eating it instead yes. of eating it at the tent. Good. And I was like, great. So I'm continuing along and like, the brain is a funny thing because as soon as I started to be like, oh yeah, I think you I'm going to go to sleep. You were immediately tired. I'm like on the, and this, this next five miles was road. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just, just like falling. Off. I mean, just like not, head nodding, like scream singing things out loud to be like, oh my gosh, like wake up, like it's so close. Like yeah. if you would just go a little bit faster, yeah. it's like right there, it's fine. I'm eating the sandwich and like I still had nausea issues the oh, whole time. Dear. So this time, at this point, I I ate. I was, like, eating and then, like, puking some back in my mouth. Oh, no. And then pushing more in because I was, like, I have to eat. Like, I have to eat. So I just felt like I was, like... Mm, I want dinner. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm shoving food in and, like, falling over sleepy. And, puking. And this is also the day that I got... So this was my 22-hour day. So I got, I got to the car at 4 a.m.? Oh my god, Maybe I would have been so freaking out of my mind. And I was kind of like, I was like, this is great. I'll sleep for two hours, two to three hours, whatever. I think I, I think I did it for two hours. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I'll wake up and it'll be sunrise. That'll be great. It'll be awesome to sleep and then wake up with the sunrise. That'll feel yeah, luxurious. Absolutely. And so I wake up on the fifth day. Uh, it's a little bit brisker. Still not, not terrible. Um, and the sun is out, it's not raining, and again, just going through the thing of, like, I know where I'm going, Mm -hmm. I don't have to do extra miles, it's not raining, everything's great, I feel great about this. Wow, you are sure sure good at taking stock of the positive things that are happening. I, I feel like I could do a whole other episode on all the other stuff going through my mind, like, so I kept practicing what I was calling extreme silver linings, so, for example, uh, one of those such things would be, like, it getting dark at 5.30, and being like, instead of being like, oh, it's getting dark already, I'd be like, I still have so much time to do my miles for today because I would still have nine hours. Ooh, in the dark. In the dark. So I would be like, instead of feeling like there's so little, t- <laughs> there's so little daylight, I would be like, I have so I much I mean, time. extreme silver linings is like chicken noodle soup for the cancer soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. I'd be like, well, at least I don't have to do so much hair upkeep. <laughs> No, I don't have cancer. My buzzed head is just a haircut choice. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking, so all kinds of things like that. So, and things like being like, 
it's fine that I got lost because now that I'm not lost, this is great. Okay, Extreme Silver Linings Playbook. Yep. Um, so day five, I'm starting out. It's on, uh, it starts out on like a, a dirt road um, where I had slept in the car where we had parked the car. Like we woke up in the morning, we were like, wow, look how much that river next to us is up. Like that's crazy. Like, right. Yeah. And but just kind of being like, wow, remarkable. I'm like running along as the, the, the Jeep road. Uh, or I should say dirt road that's used for ATVs. So this was a section that there was like ATV tear up. That's and was, the worst. And I was the just, worst I was just kind of like, oh. yeah. And so I'm going along and within, I wouldn't even say half a mile. I was waiting in still water Is this over where the you trail. Sent me the video? Yes. Okay. And I went up to my crotch, but yeah. luckily it was still water. So again, it was like, it's not moving water. So this isn't that bad, but I was kind of like, well, so much for worrying about like dry socks. I'm just like wading in the water. I was like, whatever. You fine. had a little bit of meth face. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like going along and then it would be like pop up into the dirt for a little bit and then back into just like Oof. water because this, Yuck. this trail is just next to the river. So the river is flooded. It just covers a trail. It's like, if anybody's seen the video from the Huff 50 K in like 2014, where they're wading through water oh, and you're yes. like what happened yes. it's because when you have these trails next to a body of water that floods it, it just creeps in yeah. yeah so um so i'm going along and at one point i look and there is on the other riverbank there's like a dirt road coming out of the riverbank and like an old house over there and i was like oh is it, am I supposed to go over there? And I'm like staring and I'm looking at the river. I was like, there's no way I can cross that. There's no way I can cross that. And I double checked the trail run project app and I was like, oh, it's fine. The trail keeps going. The trail keeps going along on this riverbank. But as soon as I do that, I'm like, I bet you anything, this trail does cross this river at some point. And I start scoping the river for like places that I could cross. Like ever since I saw that place that I thought maybe I could mm -hmm. cross, I'm just looking at the river and it's, it's consistently 50 yards across bank to bank. And I shouldn't say bank to bank where the dirt ends on each side, yeah. because there are trees with like markers that are normally like chest high, that they are just above the water Oof. on the edges Oof. and the water is moving quickly in the middle. And I'm just, I'm like, bet you anything and of course I didn't check I don't think I wanted to know I was like I'm sure that this trail crosses this river at some point and so I get to the point where the trail goes to cross the river and I'm just staring across the water 50 yards across and I'm like what do I do here I like look in my bag I legitimately look in my bag to be like could I swim across like do I have stuff in here yeah. that would yeah. be okay like and I'm like did anybody leave a rope here? I've never wanted somebody to spontaneously appear with a boat before so hard. <laughs> I was like, surely somebody's out here looking for river treasures. Yeah, like, yeah. Somebody Just being a ding dong in a kayak. Like, I feel like I feel like that's a thing. If I live next to a river, I would do that. I would be like, yeah. Well, river's up. <laughs> Go and get me some treasure. <laughs> yeah. So like, no boats appear. There's no rope anywhere, and I I'm just. I'm just trying to wait for something to apparate to like give me the solution. I go upstream quite a bit. I know that I've been scoping downstream and there was no place where it was narrower. The river takes like a bend there. And so I look, I like go upstream and there's, I, I can't see any place that's, that is uh, narrower from 
bank to bank or edge to edge. I like go up to the edge of the water. I stick my trekking pole in. It goes in probably about knee deep. And then when I push even just a little bit harder, it goes to the handle <gasps> at the edge. Oh, and I can't no. help but think when we did the no sleep adventure race and there was that sandbar and that mud was like, oh, I yeah. couldn't even get out of the canoe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's going to steal your soul. I was like, if there's any mud that I'm walking in, in this river, I'm not only going to like get swept away. I will probably get stuck, stuck and then just knocked over and, and then stuck. drown. So like, so I'm like going up and down the edge Ooh. and like testing the water. Um, I actually, so bad, I managed, moments. I managed to receive a text from Andy and he was like, Hey, in the hiker's guidebook, it actually says if you go upstream, like a campsite, that there's a place where it's narrower. And I like go out onto this little, or I go out, or I go upstream the, following the directions of the hike, hike book. And even on like the time when the person who wrote the hiking guide did it, he was like, Hey, be careful. Like the water can be really treacherous. And this was like an especially treacherous day, but I was like, I'll give it a try, whatever. And so I'm like on the edge and I was like, oh, actually there is a few rocks here and go out into the water a little bit. And I'm like, great. Maybe this is like shallower across. I just go like tink, 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 chunk. And just like go under legs, legs, one, like one, one arm, arm in, like step down into the water and was like, I need to not be an idiot. I need to be done right now. I need to be done right now. I need to stop looking at ways to get across this. Yeah. I'm going to do something stupid. Yeah. Like, so I'm like mostly resigned. I like turn around. There's like a big ridge behind me. I just bushwhack to the top of the ridge till I can get cell phone signal. Call Andy. Uh, tell him to oh. go back to where we were. And I was like, it'll take me a while to come back because I'm just going to kind of like putz. Putz. Yeah. And so I like come back, turn around, go back to meet up with Andy, um, take lots of photos and videos to, to uh, reassure myself later about like, cause you know, you always want to make sure that you're not exaggerating things. And it's great. Cause I look at like the oh, videos no. of the river. I'm it like, was in, it was absurd. No, it's in it was insane. Yeah. And also, um, looking on Facebook later, there were sections of the trail that were north of there that were closed due to water. Mm -hmm. There was like bridges that were impassable by yeah. cars and stuff in the area. So I just thought like, no, you could not have done it. I stopped because I couldn't get across the river, but it also made sense in the long term where it was like, okay, I don't want to just pa post a time just to post a time. I've, I figured at this point that I had at least at least half a day that I had added to my time mm. because of the weather, mm -hmm. because of getting lots of the waterfalls. Mm -hmm. I mean, the waterfall was two and a half hours. The nine and a half extra miles was mm -hmm. three hours. That's five hours right there, not con taking into consideration how much rain and how much and extra how water crossing. And double slow, just constantly wondering how to cross rivers. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was the end of my FKT attempt after... Per my Garmin, so I think I ended up being, and somebody can fact check me on this, so I got to, um, uh, shoot, I can't even think of the name of the river that stopped me now. I've forgotten, I've, I've blown it out of my memory out of spite. <laughs> hmm. If I had a few more minutes, I could, but anyways, I got to like, uh, I think I had, I want to say like 160 left. On the trail. Which means you finished with what? Like 20? No, so it was like per oh, the trail. You had so many bonus. So per the trail, I had done like 170. 
But per your Garmin. That couldn't be right. Total moving miles. I think I did like 180 per the trail. I should I should have written this down. I wrote down other stuff. But per my Garmin, I ran 208 miles. Holy shit. Okay. I did not progress north on the trail 208 <laughs> miles. But I think maybe 180. Um, but uh, I also did 26,000 feet of gain. Over the course of four and a nubbins day, which I feel really good about. That's amazing. So, and there was lots of things. It was so nice because I think people know what my general attitude is on failing to do something that I set out to do. And people were like, I'm so sorry. Like, mm -hmm. it sucks this didn't go your way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I did a great job. Good. Like, good. I am awesome. Good. Like, other people would have stopped way earlier than yes. this like yes, I know will. I can do this now like I just have lots of stuff that I need to do to help my, set myself up to be more successful and and not to say like I was like don't tell me you're sorry you idiot it was just kind of like this, I know that's generally my vibe after these things yep. that is not the vibe I have to this all I felt was like I am awesome this was a fact gathering uh, Essentially, yeah, hard a hard -earned, attempt number one yeah a hard-earned recce trip like yeah. wow um, so yeah, I, I learned a whole lot and just another instance of like, I had my only uh, takeaway, I'll say injury wise, was I had some extensor lag in my left knee, essentially just didn't want to like lock out, it didn't, my leg didn't want to fully extend and that's probably just from walking as much as I did. I train a lot to walk a lot, but not 45 miles a yeah. day a lot. No. Um, and... That is pretty much almost gone. It's been a week and a half, 10 That's days. That's wonderful. Um, and really the only thing that it really impacted me afterwards was just general fatigue. So like lots of spontaneous sleeping in my body kind of being like, are we supposed to be asleep or awake right now? <laughs> um, but yeah, just, I feel, yeah, I feel positive stoked. about it. Like, that's, that's rad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. That's exactly how you should feel. Yeah. Uh, random facts that I should uh, point out. I wore... One pair of speed goats that Andy also got me Dang. for my birthday. The entire time I put on soaking, sopping wet speed goats every single day. That's how because much you like it. It was like it doesn't matter. Like no. I'm going to get, get wet so again. wet. Mm -hmm. Um I didn't have any blisters. Whoa. I didn't have any trench foot. Wow. So I wore what is your a, foot big, a big holler to Katula because I wore the Katula sock guy really? socks that we those got. Those are pretty squishy. I'm surprised those I didn't... think because there, there's some wool in there. Oh. I think it helps with moisture management. Um, and I wore the Instagator Lowe's like the entire mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. um, but like I couldn't believe how good of shape my feet were in because they were soaking wet. Like That's insane. For, That's a tough foot. Uh, and like you I remember being at Burning River and going through one water crossing at like mile twenty five and by the time I got to mile seventy five or eighty Your foot was my ruined. feet was trash. Feet were, yeah, ruined. They were ruined. Well we have different kinds of feet now. I guess. I guess I think we do. Um so yeah, so that so uh I'm trying to think of other gear stuff. I use my Nathan Vapor Howe vest the whole time, my old trusty dusty teal uh vest, and that was great. Although I did get some chafing, I had to have Andy tape up my back on the back, mm -hmm. and I think it's because of having a full vest so yeah. often. That happens to me for three hours. Yeah. My traps weren't sore from carrying wow, a full good vest. For you. I used one pole the whole time. Oh, that was another <laughs> So like right before I got lost at the waterfall for two hours, two and a half hours, I was crossing a bridge over another beautiful waterfall and my trekking pole like went in between the slats and just like 
pop the end off and it just went plunk into the waterfall and washed away and I was no. like I was just like fucking waterfall god <laughs> like, damn and I just so now I have one pole that the, I mean like the like the whole bottom chunk the whole and not just the piece it also took some of the pole like how is that possible I don't know but it seemed like it, it doesn't have the cord all the way through uh no oh okay not for that part. That's a good question because they do like pop Extend, out. And yeah. Yeah. So I have no idea how that <laughs> works, but um, it seemed odd for the woods to take its blood tribute before I then got lost <laughs> at two and a half hours. So I just continued to take and take. Um, but yeah, biggest issues were nausea. So next time it's going to be like big, like a big meal every single night. Like I'm just going to have to figure out what that thing is mm -hmm. that I'm going to what want works. to always yeah. eat every time. Um, I actually think I'll probably do like a giant smoothie or protein shake kind of thing mm -hmm. where it just like chug it down yeah. and be done. Um, I also think that day one, uh, I still start out just a little bit too hard when it's these big efforts. So I think next time I will be like day one, be careful. You get to walk only the mm -hmm. whole time. You're not going to do tailwind. Don't you're get eating, excited. you're eating like hiking food. Like you're out for a leisurely stroll. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, those are, I think the, you know, and I could spend all day probably talking about the three things that I felt like, uh, I used the whole time. I also felt like I, and I have so many things for next time that I'm like, Hey, I could probably wear the same clothes for three days and only change my underwear and not even deal with anything else. Dang. Like, that's intense. um, I loved having a buzz head for this. No shit. Temperature was great. That's a hard thing too. When thinking about next time, like when I'll end up doing this in the spring versus the fall is like the temperature in this range was great. I don't know if moisture though, I think the rain is a wild card so like I also feel like this is important to share Jason Wish who actually set the self-supported FKT the week before I went out he did it in nine and a half days so kudos to you Jason he said that he rock hopped across the river that stopped my FKT attempt whoa. just to put into context whoa the Dang. river was up to my waist at the edge wow and he rock hopped across. wow so it's kind of like I don't know that my timing was wrong I think it's not normal Whew. To have a rainstorm like that. Yeah. But yeah. still you're going to deal with that no yep. matter what. Yep. Um, so yeah, we'll have to do another episode before I do it next time and just talk about all the things I've learned and that I've done differently because, yeah, I've already done this for an hour and a half. Any other last thoughts? Uh, so we'll wrap this up kind of quick. We have a nine and a half hour or nine hour race that we're doing uh, next Saturday, Choo -choo. December 21st, which is going to be awesome. The wood splitter winter solstice loop thing, which yeah. I legitimately have no idea like if I'm going to go out there and end up like blowing myself away or if I'm going to go and be like, I'm going to walk one mile every 30 minutes. I'm going to eat a cheeseburger and lay down maybe. Yep. And just use it as an excuse to continue to eat um, or what, what's going to happen. But we'll definitely... Uh, do an episode after that as always uh, like us wherever you get your podcasts we love the reviews on iTunes and it helps other people find the podcast as well as reviews on Facebook they're some of our favorites um, if you haven't become a Patreon already if you uh, start supporting us on Patreon you can see some of our videos which Ooh, they are really luscious. I mean I feel like it adds another layer I mean but, just to see the cotton thing Oof. oh yeah <laughs> worth it um, but until next time we are...